All right. Happy Wednesday, April the 27th, 2022. Here we are live over the internet through BBS radio. Thank you, BBS, for making this possible for this show, the questions and answers with the Elohim to be broadcast worldwide live. And what we do is we receive the questions from the audience per email, and then we'll ask those questions live on this show. And as usual, Hello. this is a simulcast for the conference call. I welcome the next caller. Please say a name and location. Uh, Ken from Mississauga. Welcome, Ken. Hi, Ken. Yeah. I, I, when, yeah, I like Wednesday calls. I don't know. I should All ask right. a question, but I didn't think of anything. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to mention to those that are listening on BBS, if you want to submit a question, you can do so per email to questions at intelligent-infinity.com. Welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and location. John from Las Vegas. Welcome, John. Hi, John. Well, hi. Hi. Well done. Hello, everybody on PBS. One more time. The email address is questions at intelligent-infinity.com. And so this is a one-hour show. And right after the hour, we go over to a different conference call, our daily whole planet healing conference call. And BBS will broadcast that as well on this station. So after the hour, if you want to hang in there, you can. Welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and location. But of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. Thank you for being here. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the conference call. Please name and location. Hi, Don in Northern Ohio. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Don. Hi, Don. Yeah. Oh, hello, Don. Hi, John. Hi. Hi, John. Welcome to the conference call. Please see your name and location. Hi, hi, it's Bonnie. Good evening, Bonnie. Welcome. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, guys. And if you just joined in online through BBS, happy Wednesday. Thank you for being here. We welcome you. And in the next hour, during our whole planet healing session, which we do seven days a week at 7 p.m. Pacific, and BBS is so kind to broadcast these on the Monday and the Wednesday. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. 
Antonio again. Welcome back, Antonio. Thank Antonio you. Again. Hi, John again. John again. Missing <laughs> surname. Good evening. Welcome. Please say your name and location. Hi, Shirley from Ohio. Hello, Shirley. Welcome. Hi, Shirley. I was on and all of a sudden everything went quiet and uh, it was either me or somebody else and it was me. Good evening. Edna, guten Abend, welcome. Hi, Edna. Guten Abend, Edna. Guten Abend, uh, Antonio. <laughs> That's all I know. Welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. But of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. Edna, thank you for asking about Deneb. Uh, asking about what? About the planet Deneb. Oh, yes. Welcome. We had some, do, you, do you have interest? Go ahead. We had someone else joining. Happy Wednesday. Appreciate name and location. Roger and Austin. Welcome, Roger. Hey, Roger. Hi, everybody. Uh, do, Hi. do you have an interest on the planet, Sonny? Yes, this is bon this is Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. Hi. Hi. Good. Is that your planet, Bonnie? Well, that's what I've been given a little tiny bit of information about that. And yeah, that has come up. Yeah, that's mine, too. There you go. What system is that in? Pleiades? You know what? I don't remember what solar system. No, neither do I. <laughs> I. I have a. I think I have that information somewhere. I have to find out. I know it's a very large star. Planet, isn't it? That's a planet, yeah. I thought they still exist. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say them a location. Hi, this is Jeannie and Sister Sides. Welcome, Jeannie. Hi. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Hi Antonio. Bonnie, I wonder if your spaceship is in a warehouse somewhere. 
Yeah, I'd be neat to find out. But they say it's long gone. Have you checked on the David Adair, Marnie? No, but thank you for reminding me. That's a very interesting uh, episode, like 43 minutes, I believe. I mean, he has multiple clips, but there's one um, where he's telling his experience when he was a, a child and building his own rockets, and he got taken by the, the DOD to Area 51. Oh, wow. Very interesting story. Any, anybody on the call ever seen a UFO? I have. I thought it might have when I was a little kid. I asked about it once. They said it. They said they thought maybe it was a uh, uh, limp. I'm, I'm not, still not convinced it was it was not a UFO. I, I saw something that was really bright. All of a sudden, it just shot off into the air, like, really fast. When I was a little kid playing in the front yard, and I looked up and saw some, a big blimp-shaped thing. Might have been a blimp, but I don't, know, I don't know. Good evening. Welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and location. Gretchen in Lisa, Arizona. Welcome, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Thank you. Hello. And someone else joined in. Welcome. Please say your name and location. It is Wynn. I'm so sorry I'm late. Hi, everybody. All right, Welcome Wynn. To BBS. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hello. Hello, Wynn. Hello, everybody. Oh. Carry on. Hello, Wynn. Terry isn't here yet, no. And you sound kind of muffled. I'm on my good headset. Hang on a second. I'm not going to mess with it. Uh, I, I guess I do have my speaker or something. Okay. Um, Terry, are you on? Hello, Terry. Are you on? Okay. Is that is that that's better now? Correct. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I, I wasn't on my headset yet. Okay. Um, well, just um, I'll do a quick introduction since we're on BBS you know, tonight. You want to get the recorder okay. going? I, mean, the I, th I, I think so, yeah. Let's get it right. going. Thank you all for being here. And thank you, Ben and Terry, for doing what you do. Muted. It is April 27th. The recording has started. This is, and you heard how I just say it, it's April 27th, 2022. And Winfrey and Terry Brown in Sedona, Arizona, and everybody everywhere. And of course, this is the night we are on BBS radio. And so... We have a number of calls every week, and some people get really endeared to what we do. It's not a normal call like anything you've ever experienced, 
And I think people have to go through a acclimation period to believe that it's real. And I had to do that. Even Terry had to do that. And it, 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 we made contact with what identifies itself as very high sources in a higher dimension. And maybe the top of all the dimensions. And this was in 2002. And we have been asking them questions for 20 years. And not only have we been asking them questions, Lynn, did you drop out? Did you drop out? Can you hear me? I hear you, Terry. Thank you for being here, honey. Okay, thank you. Um, Lynn, people can't hear you. You dropped out. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Okay. Terry, pay attention. I don't know why my headset just disconnected. Okay? Well, I, you know, I just connected mine and yours dropped out. So maybe there is still... Maybe Some I should, interaction. Uh, maybe yeah. I'll okay. just uh, do the voicemail. Voice well, let's, let's, just, let's keep an eye on it and see what happens because you're... you're you're better with this one, of course. And, uh, okay, so as I was saying, we've been asking questions to these sources for 20 years. And um, one of the first things that happened that indicated to me that this was beyond anything normal was when my sister, was supposed to die, and I asked them if they could help. Now, they they identified themselves to me as the Council of Elohim. And when I Googled the word Elohim, I found it was one of the words for God in the Old Testament and one of the words the Mormons use for God. And I asked them, are you the same Elohim? And they said, they're part of the same. Now, I didn't believe them. I didn't, I mean, it's open to the possibility but that's something that's going to have to prove itself to me, and I have to understand who they are. And it's been 20 years now, and it's proven myself, and it's proven itself to a lot of people that are paying attention to our work. And they're not God in the way we conventionally think of God. Um, they don't create fear. They only create love. They don't want to be worshipped, but they want to be our friends. And, and, and they can help us, but not in the ways, you know, the, 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 Terry, are you making a bunch of noise? Yeah. I'll mute Stop myself. it. All right. Um, and I was telling the story of my sister, 
who was supposed to die, and I asked him if they could help. They said they could. And then three weeks later, my sister had to go in for tests. I'm cutting the story slightly short. And um, her, they said something happened in her test that couldn't happen. According to Western medicine, her lupus disappeared. And um, lupus never goes away, even when it's in remission. So the next day I asked them, so how did you guys do that? And they said they projected a filter into her blood and took the lupus out. That was the first instance of an amazing, miraculous phenomenon. And they say, they would say, they are on this line right now, and they're paying attention to everyone on the line and and an energetic attention. So you might feel a vibration and um, and consider the possibility that's that, that that's them projecting into your space. Now they don't do this unless you're open to it. They don't want to scare people, and it's a free will universe, so you have to be open to the possibilities. And that works even if you're on BBS. So pay attention to subtle vibrations, and sometimes people get more tuned into it after they come a few times. People wonder, am I making that up, or is that them? So just, and so I had to go through all those things. You have to go through them, okay? We're not telling you to believe in them, have faith. Uh, Just follow your own experience, and I'm very honest about sharing my experience. And Terry, are you there? Terry's coughing, you know, and I hear her coughing in the other room. So, all right. Um, I've known Terry for many years, long before this ever happened. And the way it started is she came over to my apartment one time. And in the middle of the night, she woke me up and said, get the tape recorder out. And I did. And this voice came through her that said, ask us questions. And that's how it started. And we've been asking questions ever since, okay? On this call tonight, people have submitted questions that I'm going to ask them, okay? And um, if you ever want to submit a question, you send it by email to questions at intelligent-infinity.com. Intelligent-infinity.com questions. Questions at intelligent-infinity. And do it before Wednesday night at 6. And I do give priority in asking these questions to new people that submit questions. So um, take advantage of it if you want. You know, if if, if the way they answer resonates with you, please ask a question. Okay? And Terry, are you there yet? I'm there. Okay. Are you stable? Relatively. Okay. 
All right. So I'm going to, we have this little, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, invocation. To just bring them in, bring a, a, a safe energy into the space. Which I'm going to say, and then we're going to start. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light. Surround and protect each person. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us, we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? Give us a moment. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We take a moment and we adjust our attentions and focus so that we are focused within the area of each and every person on the line who is listening and may wish to connect. If we ever say anything that doesn't make total sense, disregard it. But it is not meant for you at that time. We only wish to make your life easier more understandable. Do you have questions? Mm -hmm. I do. First question is from Don Herman. Do people's higher selves or souls exist in a higher density? Could a number of souls form a group in that density? to work together on common interests. I assume he's meaning a group of souls that are connected to bodies. Can they meet on a higher density? And I suspect we do that on this call, but let's keep going. Your comments on this theme would be appreciated. Thank you, Don. Thank you. There, as you uh, call it, is very, possible and this happens a lot. We uh, can give Terry as an example where she was in the heaven realm and she decided to come to earth to understand why individuals got so messed up in the lower realms. And Six angels, she was an angel giving life review. 
six angels decided to come with her, to bond with her as one, and to come to earth with her. Also, one of the administrators of heaven decided that he would sneak on board and act as a higher self and not say that he was there, but would simply be there as a protector in case he was needed. So this is an example of a group getting together to act as the major backup, the major um, backbone of the group that came to Earth with Terry. An individual can decide to be a higher self for another, for a group, and can work with the head group to advise them, train them, and give them navigation advice. So your the answer is definitely yes. Adding to that question, um, when Donna's asking the question, I don't know if he was meaning this or not, but I'll add it. Um, when we're in bodies on earth and we have souls and we have what's called a higher self and are our souls in another density or are they in our body as well as another density? Thank you. They can be in a higher density as kind of a where the soul structure is can be in a higher density. Um, the whole thing would be in the same density. Um, but individuals, based upon the fact that they are not only from the density where their body is, but they are from a density that um, is... Um, structuring the soul body um, can be in a higher density. They could be from the same density or it could be from a higher density. Okay. And when we do our calls, we come together and uh, create a group energy. And I think this is true. What I thought I'd just get your confirmation. Are we creating 
a, a melding of our souls in a higher density when we do that. You're seeing when you get together on the call and the individuals yeah. are sharing energy, is it yeah. going into a higher density? Yes. You are sharing density with um, the Elohim and the Ra group and higher densities. So it does extend higher. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And is, is that true? For, the higher self is different. The higher self, uh, is, is that in a higher density? Not necessarily. But it can be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question. Thank you so much. Thank you, Don, for asking such interesting questions so often. Was Einstein given the information for his theory theories from upper dimensions? And that's from Ken, I think, in Canada. He was given um, information from higher densities. I would guess Einstein was a wanderer, yes? That is correct. Okay. Thank you. This is from a lady named Perla from Tucson, Arizona. And this is her first time connecting on our call. And I think she might have been listening for a while. She didn't say that, but... um, I lost my beloved Aunt Rebecca in 2016. She was like a mother guide to me, and I miss her deeply. I would like to ask for any guidance. You and she didn't ask this, but it's implied. Uh, um, she didn't ask it directly, okay? She now goes on to another topic. But I think she wants to uh, see if she has any connection with Aunt Rebecca right now, or Aunt Rebecca's on the other side. Okay? And and I'll stop, and then I'll go to our next question. Thank you. Your your connection with Aunt Rebecca is not one-sided. It is two-sided. So as you miss her, she misses you. So let her know that you love her. Talk to her as if she was there because she is there. Thank you. Yeah, and the next thing she asks is, I would like to ask for any guidance you can share on finding my mission in this life. Your mission in this life is interwoven into your interests, into the people that you are attracted to, uh, into 
questions that you seek answered, activities that you do. It is not some one thing that would be stumbled upon. It is interwoven in all that you do. So pay attention to your interests and see what they will lead to. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I would make a comment that sometimes people think of their mission and they're thinking we're supposed to create a career or something. And a career is different than a mission, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, you can have, in fact, it's good if they work together where you have a mission and you can support yourself from it. So that way everything in your life is going in the same direction. But oftentimes people have ways of making money that are not their mission, and that's okay. Uh, they have to survive. And uh, am, am I correct there, sources? Yes. In the, even though you have a um, a job, you bring your interests into your job. You talk to your coworkers. And you see what coworkers have interests in common with you. What are the sidelines that people pick up as extra things to do? Where are you attracted to that? Um, you are on your mission and you're Life is presenting the next thing that you need to accomplish or do to progress on your evolutionary path. And I would say if somebody's looking for their mission, they should look to where their love is. When they yes. do it, it, it makes other people joyous. And it doesn't have to be a formal kind of, how can I say it? You know, like a job or a, a role. I mean, yeah, like my mission statement is to bring food to Uganda or something. Right, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I mean, it could be, but you it have to be. feel, you have to feel loving energy if it's going to be a spiritual mission, all right? And somehow or another, your loving energy should be contagious to other people, okay? And it's not a matter of being recognized for it. It just is, okay? I mean, we generate a lot of loving energy on this call, and it makes me keep coming back. It makes Terry keep coming back. And it makes you keep coming back. So it's become a mission. And I don't know if I can do a mission that's any better than this one. I probably can't. But your, your mission doesn't have to be locked in stone. As you learn how to do something, new possibilities come in. Okay? 
And you might have different ways of expressing your mission. Yes. And let me go to the next question here. This is from Joshua Deffertiller in Sluggerville, Texas. Joshua, sometime you're going to have to tell us how Sluggerville got its name. (laughs) Okay. Strange name for a town. All right. For years now, I have seen flashes of purple and blue spheres in my vision. It feels like it's more of an intelligent sign for communication than a a physical eye anomaly. Can I have information on why this occurs and if there is more meaning to the occurrence? Thank you. You've been involved in crystals and light and projection of light for more than one lifetime. And for uh, more than one uh, continent. And um, you have perception to be able to look beyond the um, pattern, the prisons, the night as it's laid out, and can see a little bit beyond, and this takes your perception into uh, glancing at some of the incoming light and being able to perceive its entrance. Thank you. Next question, uh, this person asked to be anonymous, but I, I told Terry who they were so she could connect with them. And I'm gonna refer to her as Miss A. Okay. All right. And the question is, where is my man, my partner, my mate, and how do we find each other as soon as possible, please? Thank you. Hmm. Now that's an interesting question. We are searching generally you mate when you connect there can be a quick connection. We are searching different scenarios, but someone comes and 
notices you and there is a brief connection and then he has gone. In are you talking your, are you talking are you talking about what would be commonly called a one night stand? No. No, okay. No, sure. it is a, a brief connection that has something more to it than simply a quick connection. But there's mm-hmm. something lingering, something more to it. And so be aware in your occurrences, in your meeting of different people, of something lingering, some connection that uh, could lead to more. Thank you. Thank you. Next question is from um, Edgerman. Eric's father, Eric, she didn't say this, but Eric is Edgerman's partner. Eric's father was found dead this morning by his wife, Eric's mom. He must have passed between last night and this morning. It appears he had a heart attack. Eric was very close to his father. Could sources take a look at Eric's father? His name is Dave Bates, to see if he's okay and let him know that we are sending him love and that everything will be fine. Thank you. He really is expecting to wake up from it in a minute. This really wasn't expected by him. He still hasn't accepted it. So, um, talking to him, letting him know what happened, um, telling him you love him can help him to accept the circumstances better. Okay. And Sija asked the question. And her question is just a moment. During the Sunday call, I asked if there existed a step-by-step approach that gave the most effective way to deal with challenges. 
you replied and gave two of these steps. Are there other important steps that would be beneficial for us to know? Thank you very much, Sija. Okay, there's a moment. There are different types of challenges. Different types of ways of addressing challenges. One of them is um, paying attention and determining what the characteristics of the challenges are. What is the challenge? Is it something that needs physical labor? Is it something that needs um, modification of the way spiritually you looked at it or or both of those things? Um, is it hiring a handyman? It, um, There are different categories where challenges can be routed into. One of them might be um, seeing the love around you. There might not be any love to be seen and that you can supply some of the love yourself. To see the love, the creator in another, that would be another way. These are different areas of uh, evolving the soul. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I would like to ask a question, and years ago, I heard the concept that growing was like peeling an onion, and you have these layers, and then there's a new layer, and then there's a new layer, and... I believe that's correct. I remember my first layer was when I was releasing myself from the overlay of how I was brought up and my parents' beliefs and, and everything. And, and that was a, a really big step when it first happened. And, and I can relate to a number of overlays peeling away. And can you give more insight into this process of peeling your overlays? Because when somebody asks a question, they're asking it from the 
point of view of the particular overlay which is which they're dealing with at a given moment. And I don't know people think about it being an overlay. They think about it being an obstacle rather than an overlay. Um, can you can you can you make a comment on this? Well, an individual, uh, when they're growing up, then they are growing up within the rules of the household, the looks, how it looks to the household, what the household teaches. And so beyond that would be... uh, they had other lifetimes before. They had other belief systems before. So it would be looking at her earlier, um, what they, the, their belief system. There would be belief systems of like Jewish and Buddhist and um, Christian, different um, religious things that they had learned and taken on. And this would be another overlay how to look with that. And um, there are once an individual opens up and is able to um, deal with his childhood and handle that and deal with his general life and his occupation and handle that. Then there are other areas that he can open up and look at. And when the lesson is learned, then another layer will open up for him to be able to address. Another teacher will appear, and his next lessons will be in view. Mm-hmm. Thank you. When a person... Uh, I'm trying to think. You know, it's very hard for a person to perceive their own onion levels because they're in the middle of the level. And the level you're at looks like reality to you. Right, and and it is for them. And and they don't see the next one until it opens up. Yeah. So that's, that's why it's so hard, you know, when you're looking at spiritual things and you hear all this potential about a spiritual evolution. Like, uh, um, I want to be able to levitate, or I want to be psychic, or I want to um, do, what is it called? Uh, projection. Um, astral projection. Astral projection. Or, 
remote viewing or, you know, all of these things. And to you, it looks like a hierarchy. Or to one, it look, can look like a hierarchy. That, like, if I could do that, that would be the end, the be-all, end-all. And the problem is, at the level of your onion peeling, you can't do those things until you peel some layers off of your onion. And, uh, and, 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 and there's no technique that will work other than peeling your onion. Now, people think it's a technique. Or if I do this or that in a certain way, I'll get this power or this skill. And so you should ask yourself that question if you're if you're if you're wanting to spiritually evolve. And I can say I do believe coming to our calls and asking questions and listening to our sessions can be a fast track to peeling your onion, particularly when you didn't know you had an onion, okay? And, and, and the reason is because there is so much, number one, wisdom delivered on this call. And there's an energy that's in a higher dimension that's on this call. And when you tap into that energy, you can suddenly be above some of your onion peels and look down on them and see them, which prior you couldn't do. And that starts an evolutionary process in you that that if you don't do it, it doesn't happen. And um, I don't know if there's other ways to do it. I don't know. I'm not sure there are. On some level, you have to get above where you are so you can see it. It's very hard to see it when you're in the middle of it because it looks like reality. And uh, do our sources want to make any comments on that? Yes. Um, one of the things uh, a master, sometimes it gets mastery, or often gets mastery, by learning how to do it, by studying as a monk for years and years and years, studying as a Tibetan monk on how to levitate until he finally gets the technique down. It is a definite technique. It is not something that suddenly you stumble on. So there are various techniques that are taught in monasteries, uh, in religious orders, that can help a person to achieve some of the um, effects that he wishes to achieve, like astral projection. Thank you.
Now, if, if somebody learns to levitate, does that mean they have a certain level of a spiritual evolution or wisdom? Or they it just means that they the have a certain amount of control over their chakra systems and uh, their ability to control their um, aspects, their whole aspects of their body. Mm-hmm. And is the same true for astral traveling? This takes less practice. Um, But it uh, is something that can be learned. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And, you know, you know, I've never asked you to, to, to share this. And since we're going into whole planet healing and we have two minutes left, you know, every day we do a call that we've titled Whole Planet Healing. And it's different from any of the other calls we do. It has a format to it. And um, we go around our planet and we're projecting energy, different trouble spots on our planet in the hope of creating more positive outcomes. And at the end of the call, the energy comes back to you. And many people feel an uplifted energy at the end of the call, by the time we hit the end. And since we're on BBS radio, I thought I'd ask our sources if they were going to share whole planet healing with someone, what they might say. We first of all take a look at who we might share it with, and we are not uh, people that uh, go out and advertise. And uh, the individuals and bodies um, are not generally on the same um, wavelength as we are. Uh, It would be, if we were going to see anything, we would say, um, make the other person curious. Don't try to say, oh, we got this greatest thing that you'll really enjoy, you know. It's like, just make them curious. Um, like one of the questions that when you used previously was, is something up there? Are they got or, you know, get them curious to open up the conversation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I always say. I say, um, and people, people, people on the call, they, they've paid attention to us for a long enough time that they know the call is legitimate. And, I mean, Terry is not making these words up, and she couldn't make them up. And, and they want to share it with someone else. And 
they get stymied and they, they don't know how to do it. And then people kind of will judge them or think they're in a cult or something like that. And when I talk about it, I tell them, the only way that I know to do it is make somebody curious. And not to try to say how great this is, but find a question to ask them that will make them reach back. Because if somebody reaches back, you have the start of a oneness connection, the beginning. And you don't have a oneness connection if you're talking to somebody and you're just pushing everything at them because they will resist every time, almost every time. But if you get somebody to reach back, you now have a dialogue and they're reaching towards you and it's so much easier to share something when somebody is reaching towards you. That is my experience anyway. And uh, and I think that's all for today. Do our sources want to say anything more before we switch to whole planet healing? It is a treasure and a, a, an exceptional, beautiful moment in time when we are able to connect. Thank you. And thank you so much for being here with us. If you're on BBS Radio, don't touch your dial. We are moving to Whole Planet Healing, and you can see what it is. It's a totally different kind of call than we just did. We don't do channelings on it, but we do feel the energy of our sources as they project with and into the call. So um, we are going to disconnect this line. I'll just unmute everybody and let them say. Unmuted. Thank you, Seattle. Thank you so much, our sources, Vin and Terry. And everyone here, with love. And thanks to all of you who submitted questions for tonight. And I'm just going to disconnect the call. But if you're on VBS, what's happening? We do our conference lines and broadcast them. So we're going to move from this conference line to a different one. But you don't have to move. You can just stay there. And the new line will end up being broadcast on VBS in just a moment. So we'll see you next time. Thank you. This session is no longer being recorded. Goodbye. All right, you're live once again. Thank you for being here, BBS, and all the listeners. And welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? John from Las Vegas. Hi, John. Hello, John. Hi, John. Hello, John. Hello, John. Hi. Hi, Cecil. Hi. Hello, Cecil. Welcome Hello. to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio. Hello, Antonio. Jennifer from Greensburg, PA. And Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Jackie. 
This is Gretchen in Mesa, Arizona. Hi, Hello, Gretchen. Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hello. Anybody else? Hello. <laughs> I love that name. It's cute. Gretchen. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Roger in Austin. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi. Where does the name Gretchen come from? I don't know. It sounds Swiss, like a yodeler, like Switzerland or something. I, I don't know. That's what it you. It, it, I know where it came from. It came from my oh. mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your there name and location? It's Chris in Memphis. Hi, Chris. Hi, Hi Chris. Hello. Hey there. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. I I haven't heard Bonnie Sue yet. <laughs> Jackie's here. Um, Jennifer's here. Cecil's here, but no Bonnie yet. Was she on the other call? Oh yeah, she was. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Wynn and Sedona. Hi, Wynn. Hello, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, it's Bonnie in California. Hi, Bonnie. Bonnie. Yay. Hi, Hi Bonnie. Bonnie. Hello. So this is our ritual of checking into the conference call. It's fun. You know, the way the way what happens is, is each person says hello. It's kind of like the. This may not be true for everybody, but for most of the people, it's like we have this big soup, and they're pouring their energy into the soup. And then the next person pours their energy into the soup. And before you know it, we have this big soup as every you know, with all this everyone's energy in it. And then we're gonna work with that energy and our sources are gonna add their energy to the soup. And I don't know if they like that analogy. They're gonna add to our intentions. Our energy soup. And our energy Welcome soup. to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Jill from Rochester, Minnesota. Hi, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi, Jill. And Hello, Jill. none of this Hi. would be possible without the breeder. <laughs> oh, you're you're very important, all right. <laughs> what, what, what was that? I said none of this would be uh, possible without the breeder. He's beating his own drum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so otherwise, otherwise known, as, otherwise known as the great, the great soup stirrer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Bouillon. But only if you want to. It is seven o five, and everybody's yeah. here. And, and I think you're all, all, all 
All right. Here we go, guys. Muted. Jackie, are you there? Almost. Hello, Jackie. Yes, I am. Hello there. Hello. I can hear her. Um, uh, are you going to do it tonight, or is uh, um, Judy going to do it? I'm going to do. I'm doing it today and tomorrow, and Judy will hopefully do it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So let's get started. And uh, you want to open up, then? Yeah, I'll open up and say just a couple right. of things. So yeah. till April 27th. Here we go. The recording has started. This is April 27th, 2022. And everybody, everywhere, whole planet healing. And if you were listening on the phone line or on BBS before we started the tape recorder, I was talking about how, and you know, I was just visualizing this in the moment. I never said this before. But it's kind of like we are making a soup. We are all pouring our energies. And when I say all, it's totally voluntary. So sometimes people may not do that. They may be here curious and checking us out. And, you know, you can be open to something like that, but you don't have to go for it until you're sure you trust us, okay? Because what are you getting involved in? I would think that way. <laughs> when they started talking to me, they said, I'm not going to talk about this publicly, not until I'm sure it's real. And... It took me about three years to have some kind of idea that is real. And now, if I'm honest, I can say that it's not just that it's real, but it's epic. It's never happened in this realm before. And that's hard to believe that something is epic and you just stumble across it on the radio. And what do I mean by epic? We have a connections here with what I believe they proved themselves to me to be sources of intelligence that are in some of the highest dimensions of the universe who can do miracles when it's proper and who has this wisdom of how the universe works. And they've been able to answer almost every question I've asked them. And historically, they have the name, they have the name Elohim. And when I Google Elohim, it's one of the words for God in the Old Testament. The name the Mormons use for God but they don't ask to be worshipped. In fact, they don't want to be. When I asked them that question, they said, we're like your friends in a higher dimension. 
and we can help you in ways that you can't help yourself. And you can help us because your dimension has gotten screwed up and connecting with us helps to create energies that can untangle some of the messes down here. Now that's grossly simplified and we have asked these questions every which way for years. We always get the same answers. And the only way to figure out if it's real is to keep coming to our calls at least for a month or two, listen to their channelings, read the channelings that are posted on the Spirit Channel, okay? And if you connect, it's probably meant for you. And if not, it's not for you. But for the people that it's for, my observation is when they get it, they never go away. They keep coming to our calls. They keep reading our materials. And it's created a, a community, a very loving community. And you can sense that by the people on this call tonight. So I hope some of the love rubs off on anyone who's listening on BBS. And I'm going to turn it over to Jackie from Julian, California, who's going to be like our concierge guiding us through the various sections of the call. And over to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Lynn. Um, so I would just like to welcome everyone to our call including the BBS radio listeners who get to share this call with us on Mondays and Wednesdays. And I just want to uh, mention to anybody who might be new that the whole Planet Healing call is unique among all of the conference calls in that it gives anyone who comes in a chance to be of service. It's a service call. And those who consistently join this call are driven to be of service and want to make this world a better place. Tonight and every evening, the whole Planet Healing Call involves the collaboration of all of you who have joined us tonight or who are listening to a replay, and our sources, the same ones you may have heard in the previous hour talking to Terry Brown. And um, these sources have indicated they are adding their energy to our request for healing, primarily the planet, but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us. And we always keep in mind, of course, that the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be observed along with free will. Now, we always like to begin our call with the usual suggestions uh, because it's important to prep ourselves for doing this work. Let go of any distractions from your day. Get comfortable. Relax. Become centered and grounded. And let's gather and focus this elevated group energy 
and prepare to tackle and shift the issues that concern us tonight. And let's officially begin by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so, while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, at the beginning of this call, Winfrey and Terry Brown both join us. And as you can imagine, they've gathered a plethora of experiences and stories since they were contacted by the Elohim so many years ago. And they take this opportunity on our call to share their thoughts with us. So, Win, Terry, you're up. If you unmute yourself. Hello, Wynn. Hello, Terry. Anybody home? I hear you, Jackie, and uh, <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with Wynn's phone line. Terry, can you speak up? Well, until they come in, I... Hello, I'm here. I'm here. There you are. Okay. I had a call up on VOIP, and my number disconnected. Uh I know Hyde wants us to get a sophisticated recording studio, which isn't a bad idea, but I don't know if it would work anyway. Anyway, you know, Terry and I have known each other for 40 years. And um, she, I would say, she is the most wonderful friend. I mean, 
uh, I noticed that about her a long time ago. And she was really loyal and would do anything for people she cared for. And, um, and she was also fairly spacey and ungrounded. And I didn't know at that time <laughs> that she came from a higher realm and came into this realm. And uh, I just thought, she's strange, but I liked her. And then one day in 2002, she woke me up in the middle of the night and she had to get a tape recorder out. And I did. And, I, and a voice came through her that said, ask us questions. And they said they were Council of Elohim. And later on, they said Terry had once been one of them. Now, the Council of Elohim is like, uh, I don't know the right word. Um, they're like a very high administrative agency for our planet. In fact, not just for our planet, for the universe. And it was very hard to believe that's who they were, except until we started having a bunch of miracles and and, and there was no other way to explain it. And, uh, and Terry was one of them and made the decision at some point in her past to come into this realm and see why people were getting so screwed up after they died and, and were, no, were in the higher realm, they had to have all this work done on them to get functional again. And then Terry got screwed up when she was here, so she learned it by experience. And I'm going to turn it over to Terry. We'll see what she has to say. Hi, can you hear me? I hear you. Wonderful. Um, the wonderful world of telephones. And they're trying to talk us in to get 5G. They keep interrupting us and saying, you know, you have to get 5G. Anyway, so I don't know how that'll work out. Um, so um, this really developed. Um, at first, I just answered questions, answered questions, answered questions, and uh, we taped them, and uh, I didn't think much more after that. I do a session, and I forget it. But then Bonnie started reading them, and I started thinking, wow, you know, there's really interesting information here. And uh, I participated in the Law of One Made Simple in 2013 and 14, and uh, I've learned so much. It's been a real education, better than I could have ever imagined from a college or university. I studied physics, um, hoping to learn some of this stuff, but it was metaphysical. And they didn't have answers. So I'll turn it back over to Jackie. Thank you so much, Terry and Wynn. And Terry, who just spoke to us, most of you know 
uh, brought forth the majority of the channeled messages that you can see or hear on the spiritchannel.net. And there's just thousands of these timeless messages that are archived. And I encourage everyone to get over there and start exploring. However, not everyone can do that. But uh, what makes this call so special is on the whole planet healing call, we have this special segment up next that so many of us appreciate. We join Bonnie from Corona, California, who scans through the archives on the Spirit Channel, and as well as other compatible resources, and she chooses a message to share with us each night. So, Bonnie, what can we look forward to tonight? Hi, thank you. Okay, we are going to just continue with a call uh, that we read from last night, and the information is so appropriate to uh, what we heard on the previous call and and just the whole theme of what we're doing here. And the title of this particular call on the spiritchannel.net was Feeling the Energy. And this call took place on November, uh, November 8th of 2010. And Wynn uh, was asking questions, uh, and we were hearing information about uh, the Elohim and the Ra and feeling their frequencies. And so I'm going to continue here, uh, and I'll read a little bit from what we read last night just to get us into it. And so we are hearing from Ra on through Terry, and we hear them say that we are at a certain frequency and we have taken on parts of Ra and parts of the Elohim that we may have a broader band of frequencies available to you. So we are putting forth a broader band of frequencies that you may sense. However, we are at generally a higher frequency, even so, than the denseness of your realm and the denseness of your body. Therefore, when individuals look for us to connect energetically with, we are at a different range of frequency than they may look for. They may be looking for us in their own range of frequency, but we are generally of a higher frequency, so it makes us hard to sense. And when asked, while we are on this call, can we take some silence and have you work with people individually on their own energy fields and help them wherever they need balance or healing? And Ra'an responds, for Everyone that has the desire, yes, we can, for individuals who wish it, only for individuals who wish it, wherever it is needed and wherever it is desired, some of you are looking at too low a frequency to feel our energy 
but do not be disheartened. There is no need for you to struggle with this. Your desire is where the connection starts, and we then are available to you. And you may not be looking in our frequency, but we are available to connect. And even so, if you cannot do it, there is some difference that is made by the desire, your desire of healing, your desire of connecting, your desire to grow and move into a better life. Some of you may be connected with other energies which are very valuable and important to you. You do not need to give those up or feel threatened by our frequency as we moving into the Elohim group are pure love. You do not need to give up your own frequencies to feel our frequencies either as it is all there together. And when asked, perhaps you could explain some of the benefits of learning how to tune in to your frequencies. And Ra'an answers, we are your friends and your companion, and your advocate. And we can help sustain you. We can also bring you synchronicities by amplifying your desire so that it broadcasts better. And you can match up with synchronicities of others that wish to bring a fulfillment of a desire. There are more of us. So when we work with you and for you, then it broadcasts better and helps you bring in the object of your desire better. But this is for the highest good only. It is not witchery. It is not outside the bounds of free will. Free will is totally considered in all aspects of this connection. We do not violate free will, your free will, or others' free will in working with you for a better outcome. There are some that are particularly one that is moving away, and we say, this is okay, and you are where you are. And we do not violate free will. So from a distance, we acknowledge your point of view as yours. It only has more power in that they themselves, when they're feeling the energies, may believe it more that they can be healed, that they may more fully imbibe the healing frequencies and that they may better have a better grounding towards the healing. As we look throughout the realm, the majority of individuals in the realm move within the frequencies of interaction in their own plane and move to control and be the top dog and be the winner or to have an injustice righted. They carry an injustice in their heart. And the anger becomes critical, a critical emotion that eventually they do not even know where the anger came from. Mm -hmm. 
So individuals in this realm can profit by this type of an interaction, which is brought of a broader scope than the majority of them experience. They can feel grounded and feel comfortable within their own earthly transactions and usually do not go into the range of frequencies where we reside and where they reside at some forgotten level. They are merely focused on the lower level of transaction and on the consensus realities, and it is quite a shock to them when they pass through their transitional stage and they have to take some time to get used to being able to travel, not on two feet, but to travel by intention. And I thought that was really fascinating and comforting to know that they are right here with us if we so wish it. And I will turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bonnie. You're right. That was such a valuable message. Um, And then the simplicity of all you really need is a sincere desire to make contact. And they are there. Look for it. Now, in the next portion of our call, we get together with Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, who researches the most current earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And we do this because our sources have asked us to stay informed of these current events. They've also advised us that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness. So relax into that feeling of calmness. Actually become the calmness. And let's join Jennifer as she guides us to each area of activity and let's radiate that calming frequency to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thank you, Jackie. Tonight, as always, I want to invite the spirit of Mother Earth to travel with us as we psychically go across the globe, tamping down the seismically active areas. First place we're going to go tonight is Hawaii. Hawaii had a very good day today, actually, Uh, 2.4 and less. We had one low level on Mauna Loa and four smallish 2.3 and less around Kilauea. And then the majority of the activity was around Pahala. So let's take a moment as we do each evening and send additional calm to the undersea volcanoes, the undersea hotspot, the undersea fracture lines, fault zones, anything that affects this region, and just an additional calm. Now we're going to move down to uh, the New Zealand area. New Zealand proper, the two islands today, just have low levels. As we move north along the Kermadec Trench, we had a 5.2 and also a 5.0. And then we're going to turn westward. We're heading uh, along the southern side of the Ring of Fire. We're going westward, and we come to Vanuatu, um, an island area. And we had a 5.4 there. Also in that region, the Loyalty Islands, we had a 4.9. 
And continuing westward over to Indonesia, we had a lot of activity, but most of it was quite low, threes and some fours. And the largest I found really was a 4.8. So that wasn't too bad for Indonesia. Now we're going to make that turn towards the north along the western side of the Ring of Fire. We did have a 4.7 in the Philippines. Continuing north up to Taiwan, we had a 4.1. Japan was in the fours. 4.7 was the largest. There were only a few today. And then over to Alaska, where the largest activity was actually 2.3. So we're just going to send additional calm, especially to the Aleutians, which are right on the uh, Ring of Fire. And also we're going to send calm to the mainland as well of Alaska. Nothing reported in um, Canada, but let's just send calm all the way down. This would be the eastern side of the Ring of Fire. And then down into Washington, it was a real quiet day. Let's descend calming to Mount Rainier and Mount St. Helens. They weren't active today, but just because. And then down into Oregon, also no activity, but let's send calm to Mount Hood and Three Sisters. And these four volcanoes in particular have been rumbling on and off. Now we move down into California, which was really pretty much a typical day. The largest I found was 2.6 at the Pinnacles. And let's just do this. Let's send calming to the Geysers region, the San Andreas, all the way down to the border with Mexico. And then on the eastern side, let's go to Lake Tahoe, where we have the Walker Swarm just slightly south. And then south of that, we have the Long Valley Caldera. And then south of there, we have a Ridgecrest. And just in calm to the entire state. What's happening over on the other side in Indonesia eventually is going to make its way around. So let's just send calm to this whole area, Pacific Northwest, California. Before we leave the states, I do want to mention we have um, Stanley, Idaho, always rumbling, and the West Yellowstone area. We had a little bit of activity, a flurry, like four little activities up by the Yellowstone Lake. And then south of that, um, it's actually south of the Grand Tetons, called Wind River there. There were um, four little earthquakes there. So let's just send calming to um, Yellowstone area, actually just to the whole state of Wyoming, but primarily Yellowstone area. And then we're going to move down to West Texas, where we had a 4.0. And then we're going to move straight down in Mexico. We had 4.9 and less. Nicaragua, 4.1 and less. Now, on the other side of the Caribbean plate, this is Central America, corresponds to the uh, Caribbean area. And at the south end of the Caribbean plate is Venezuela, and they had a 4.7. And then moving down through South America, it was quite low level today. Peru-Ecuador border, we had a 4.1. 
Chile, we had a 4.9, and Argentina, a 4.4. Now we're going to come down around the southern tip of South America and go eastward, and we come to the South Sandwich Islands, where we had a 5.4. And just north of this region, we have the South Georgia Islands, and we had a 4.9 there. And then moving up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, let's just send calming, all across Europe was very low level. We did have a 4.1 in Poland and a 4.9 in Greece and nothing in the Middle East. So let us just send calm to the entire ring of fire and then uh, back to Indonesia. And that basically takes us back to where we started. And I'd like to thank everybody for participating. And I'll send you guys back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, uh, Wynn is going to be taking us on his guided visualization in just a few moments. And he'll be directing our focus to many of the other issues that need our attention. But right now, the phone lines are being unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. And if you're on BBS radio right now or listening to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And I'd just like to thank everyone for their contributions and their service tonight. Unmuted. Common San Jose, support and protection for Sidney Powell and Mike Lindell. Thank you. Uh, this is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. I'd like to put the entire human race into the light, and I ask for the rapid and complete awakening of the entire human family with the aid and assistance of the Elohim. I'd like to ask that more and more humans begin to see the need for rapid awakening and begin to ask and to pray for the same, because the Elohim can only assist when asked and the more people who ask, the more they can assist us. Thank you. And this is when, and I just want to put Elon Musk's leadership on Twitter in the light and hoping that it becomes the free speech platform. And, and one of many, I hope, but the first one in this time we're in to, to allow people to give their points of view and opinions without being censored. This is Judy in uh, Camp Verde, Arizona. And I was just looking up the fires uh, that were in Prescott, Arizona. It's uh, it's about an hour and a half drive, I think, from where I live, uh, going down I-17. It's south of here. 
that's where Prescott is. But now the fires, they've had some very strong winds and they're starting to move northeast. And I would say more north than easterly when I looked at the map, it was heading right towards Flagstaff. And on the way there, there's a large forest, the Coconino Forest, which is right in line with where they're going and where it's going, I mean. And um, I would like to put that into the light and ask that the winds calm down so that it doesn't spread so much and they can get it out as, quick as quickly as possible. Thank you very much. Anyone else before we go to Jennifer's healing list? It is John. I like to put Lake Mead into the light so that there's a steady rain so it completely fills back up because there's uh, it's nearly empty right now and it also serves not only greater Las Vegas area but also uh, s southwestern uh, uh, like uh, California like Los Angeles too. Thank you, John. To you, Jennifer. Thank you. When, or I, um, I would like to put everybody on this call onto the healing list for the highest and best. I would also like to make mention of these following people. Cecil and Betty, Monica and Larry, Lauren in Washington, Tom in San Jose, Willow in Oregon, Joe T. in Washington, Antonio Jr., Sr., and Abby, Hyatt for healing, Kathleen in Vermont for healing, Maxalina in Ojai. I would also like to put Wynn and Terry in the light and send additional healing to Terry. I know she's been battling a cold, so we want to send her a lot of healing. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, Wynn, um, you're over-modulated. If you can move away from your uh, microphone a little bit. Muted. All right. Am I understandable? You're, you're, you're way loud. Is that better? I think so, yes. All right. Um, I got knocked off the phone, so I'm on the VOIP now, and uh, I'm just using the computer microphone. So we're going to do a, gr um, a group energy scan of our entire planet really fast on the pro all the problems we can fit in in 14 minutes. So let's get started. We have a group energy. And our group energy, we project our group to surround our planet. And we have the support of our Elohim group and Ra group adding to our energies as we do this. And we're going to rebroadcast the love light quantum field energy of the universe to the surface of planet Earth and ask to lift the vibration wherever it can be received 
and we start off by focusing on the humans who are service to others. The children who are very sensitive to these energies, but don't have wisdom yet. And they're growing up, some people. We ask that in their future, they um, gain wisdom as they go through their experiences on this planet. And hi, if you could mute Air Terry because she's coughing or she can mute herself. Um, we go to the animals and the pets, particularly the pets who help keep their owner's chakras open. We go to the plant life and the trees, the grass and the bushes and bringing in the light from the higher realms and um, through the plant bodies, through their roots and into the earth. We go to the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals who hold this energy very solidly in their rock bodies and um, we increase their flow. We go to the insects, particularly the species that are connected with the cycles of nature that keep life working on this planet, like the bees. And we send them energy for their survival and for their maintaining the ability to do what they do. And we go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We go now into the surface of the earth, through the surface of it, into the interior. And we touch the energy body of Mother Earth, which is filling the entire interior of our planet and through the surface. And we're going to send healing to Mother Earth. for all the processing she has to do in maintaining life on our planet, particularly humans. We go to the energy waves that travel through the earth and terminate in potential earthquakes and volcanoes. We go back to the surface of the earth and we are going to work with the earthquakes of the future, the potential earthquakes of the future, which are all over the place. And this is a period of time when many people have been predicting potential for catastrophes. 
So we are going to go to the three major earthquake zones and plant columns of light with calm energy, starting with the ring of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean, huge area, and we project a huge column of light to this entire area, penetrating underground with calm energy. We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. And we put a column of light down hundreds of miles in diameter, penetrating through the ground, bringing calm energy. And we go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, extending from the North Pole through Iceland, down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, as far south as South America, the tip of South America. And we see a column of light, longitudinal, going down this entire length and bringing calm energy projecting through the water to the land underneath the water and the fault lines in the entire area. We ask our sources to find any of the other areas of vulnerability to volcanoes and earthquakes anywhere on the planet and bring calm energy to each one. Some of you can feel the energy in between my words when I stop talking. And I'm leaving space there for our sources to come in and bring their energy to these areas. We go, um, any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the earth is releasing stress can happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to the other areas of out of balance on our planet and bring this energy in to counter them. Starting out with the coronavirus, its variations, and any other contagious pathogens, we ask to be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and ask that they can be strengthened. And we go to the toxins and vaccines 
and ask that they can be transmuted. We go to the plots of the negative that are not for the highest good of all concerned, that are not honoring free will, that are aimed at creating destruction and loss of life even for humans. And we ask for obstruction. to the manifestation of these agendas. And we ask for more awareness from the populations of humans on this planet as to what's really going on and discernment. Because it's come to my awareness that the news is not reporting honestly and it's slanted with the agendas of the negative. And everyone has to draw that conclusion for themselves. But if you study it, it's pretty obvious. And people are getting tricked and they're supporting these horrible things and they don't think they're horrible. So we just put that in the light for the awareness. Because that will make a difference in the collective of the planet. We ask for the awareness of humans as to the intelligence and the support of the beings in the higher realms and the understanding of asking for help, which they have the ability to do. We go to the people that suffer and we ask for the access to the Christ energy. And if they choose to use it, they can lift above their suffering. We go to the droughts on our planet to ask for rain, particularly in populated areas and areas where there are animals needing water holes. We go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe and protected, like benevolence, compassion, wisdom, courage, integrity, and ethics. And we ask for those countries that are adversarial to each other to find ways and means of settling their differences nonviolently. And particularly, we send the energy of peace to the Ukraine and Russia this conflagration that's going on there that is hurting a lot of people. And we finally we, we ask for interventions and we just ask 
that all toxic materials on our planet can be transmuted. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. And anything in food, air, water, or medicines is it's harmful to humans and animals be transmuted. And I was just reading today that there was a new bill that is coming up for Congress that would require all supplements to be registered. Uh, and essentially probably create the downfall of the alternative health industry if it passes. And on that note, we have to bring this call to an end. If the last thing we're going to do is bring in this light of the quantum field on our rooftop, where we have the choice to invite it into our house. If you invite it into your home, we ask to uplift any negativity and create a higher vibration in your home and move it through your body with the energy of your own body and opening your chakras and anyone that's in your home living there that's open to this energy might also be uplifted. I'm rushing through this quickly because we have to close because we're on BBS. And so right now we are ending the verbal part of this call. We remind everybody that you're each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily occupying these bodies. We're going to leave the lines open for those of you that want to stay and hold this energy on the call. And we want to let people on BBS know that if they were touched by anything we did today, you can learn more about us. You can get the phone numbers to all our calls at the spiritchannel.net. And we thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.